What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys. How's it going? And today we are coming at you with episode 25. I cannot believe we have that many episodes already. It seems like a low number, but we've just been getting better and better compared to episode one. I listened to it the other day, and I was like, wow, that was rough. But Only we cer- 24 episodes uploaded, though, by the way. Mm, Fun that's fact. true. I realized that <laughs> while I was making the title card for the last one. That's true. We did miss on one episode. Um, we had some extreme tef- technical difficulties with that one. I cannot remember what it was. I think it was the Packers one, though. Either a preview or a thoughts. It, not this um, past game. It was, game. It was the, one the that. Washington game. Really? Post-Vikings, pre-Washington game. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, Anyways. All right, uh, let's go ahead and roll into this uh, Lions-Titans preview. We are recording this Friday night. We tried to get it out earlier, but we had some schedule conflicts. We're both busy, of course. Um, okay, I, 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 this is this is huge. Who's going to play? Stafford did practice today, limited practice, and like you were saying earlier, um, Bevel did say he was comfortable with starting Stafford, even though he doesn't practice. If he didn't practice at all this week. And with him being limited, I think that's huge. Um, I think it's going to come down to like a game-time decision. Literally, like, he he's going through warm-ups. He's like, okay, I'm good. Or he's like, no, don't start me. So. So my opinion is, so did you watch that sight and sounds thing that the Lions put out from the Packers game? No, because we lost. And <laughs> I don't watch the ones we lose because I get very mad. I normally, <laughs> I normally don't either. And yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't even upload them when we lose. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but this one got uploaded. Interesting to see comments about Marvin Jones' catch. But that's not, neither here or there. We talked about that last time. Yep. Um, the thing that stuck out to me the most, though, was... So, Stafford gets hit, right? Scores a touchdown. And then he walks off. And, let's see. Do you remember that mic'd up footage of him against the Browns? From his um, rookie year, where he gets like pounded into yeah, the yeah, turf. yeah, 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 of course, naturally. And he like makes like those groaning noises, and you're like, oh, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, like he's making those same noises. So like, that's when I, that's when I was really like, oh, jeez, like, oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I still think he would have came back into the game if he could have thrown, no matter how bad it hurts. I agree. And because he practiced today, even though it was limited. I'm expecting him to play, unless there's a setback, which I don't think there will be. I'm 50-50. Let me put it this way. Like we talked about this earlier. And no, I'm not thinking playoffs anymore. I wish, but I still want us to win. I still want. I still want us to win out. I, it's extremely hard for us to get the playoffs. That's it's it. That's just the way it is. But I'm excited for next season. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is I still want to win out. And like we talked about last episode, the hardest opponent on our schedule was last one, and we lost by seven. Yeah. And I think if we contain who everyone is talking about, Derrick Henry, I think we can win this game. Force Ryan Tannehill to throw, and I think we can win. That is the hardest thing to do is stop Derrick Henry. He has the most 200-yard, two-touchdown games in NFL history for a running back now. So that is way easier said than done. But I think... The difference between Stafford playing and Stafford not playing is us winning or losing, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think we either lose by... Ten. Eh, I think ten's too much. I was going to say eight. Like, 
28-20 kind of a game. If Chase Daniel put, eh, never mind. Oh gosh, that seemed way too high. I don't yep. know because we haven't seen like Bevel game plan for like, uh, like your standard pocket passing quarterback. Because we've seen, eh, I guess we kind of saw Blau, and Blau was fun to watch. I guess, like those games weren't awful. At the end yeah, of last I know year. what you mean, and I still think that Stafford's a standard pocket passing quarterback, but I still think he's decently mobile. Like he's what? not Philip Rivers bad. You know what I mean? What I mean is you can't count on David Blau or Chase Daniels arm and expect them to you're not expecting oh, them to play I know like a mean. starting quarterback. Yeah, no. Short passes, dump yeah. offs, trick plays, stuff like that, creative. But no. I I I'll be nervous naturally when Ch- if Chase Daniel plays, but I'll still be sitting at the edge of my seat seeing what the hell he's gonna do. I honestly think Bevel knows what he's going to do if Stafford plays, and he knows what he's going to do if Daniel plays. Like, Yeah. And he, just, he made the script this whole week for Daniel, but then as long as he doesn't play, then boom. Okay, go it's go norm. time. We're fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't have to really game plan for that, in my opinion. He knows how to beat defenses. He knows who his quarterback is. He knows who his offense is, and we'll go. Yeah. So, okay. So, you want to jump to Injury, the practice report? Yep, exactly. Go for it. Oh, so, big news. I think that came out on Wednesday? Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> so, Holy crap. Frank Ragnow Beast. fractured his throat. Most of us didn't know, including me, and you I'm assuming, that that was a thing. I did not know you could fracture your throat and still live or breathe. I just think it would die. Him. Yeah, right? So he fractured his throat. Not sure really how. Um, it did happen somewhat early in the game. I guess it's before halftime. Maybe even yeah. this quarter. Um, mm-hmm. But he continued to play because why not? Um, but some setbacks to that. He couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he asked or he like wrote down on a piece of paper or something like asking Stafford to for him to communicate a little bit more. And yeah. I mean, pressure wasn't too bad in Green Bay. So, um, so that's the big injury. Uh, he was questionable, I believe, going into today but then since then he's been ruled out um which makes sense i mean yeah what the hell i cannot believe he played with it though like think about that like yeah he'd had he had to feel something there's no he's like oh yeah "Hmm, my throat feels funny (laughs) like i'm pretty sure you feel something happen and you're just like ah fuck it i don't know yeah the the dude's insane i don't know but i was like oh that's kind of weird i guess and then I think it was Ian Rappaport who said, obviously, like, he tweeted out the injury and said, obviously, the main concern is losing his voice. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. Uh, he probably wants to talk for the next 60, 70 years. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, he's, so Frank Ragnar's out. So that's understandable. Oh, let's see Um, who else we got. So let's see who you want to talk about next. Him, Stafford. There was one other. Who was it? Kenny Galladay. And did he... He did practice, right? No, he didn't practice. No. Yeah, he's not going to play. So, That's who it was. I don't know if you heard or saw any of the tweets from... I guess he had a press conference today. Hmm. No, I did not. So... Interesting. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I did see that. Yeah. Of, what, yes. The one part of him wanting to stay, blah, blah, yes. blah. so... He said, I'm a loyal person. Uh, this is when asked. 
Um, well, first off, they asked Bevel if the injury had anything, if it was a business decision or something. So he said, no, Galladay wants to be out there. Like, get out of here with that crap. Um, but then Kenny Galladay today, he was asked about a contract. And he says, I'm a loyal person and I want to be here. And he did um, express um, his dislike towards a franchise tag, but understands it's a business and hopes that they could get a deal done before that's the case. So, obviously, we won't be able to really figure out that, figure that out until... Uh, the new GM's hired. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. I think. I I I, did, I don't know. The I I I don't know the answer. I don't. Yeah. Do I want him signed? Yes. Do I want him signed to like twenty? No. No. Um. But, yeah. So that's something we'll keep an eye on going forward. Oh, and the other thing was that he did reveal that he had a setback. So yeah. I don't know if you remember. So this is a the hip injury that, he, that happened in week eight. Yeah, it was against the Colts because he wasn't doing anything, and then he was out for the second half. Yeah, so, um, and then what game did he, he practiced before, I want to say, the Panthers game. Mm Mm-hmm, that's exactly the one that it was. And so I'm guessing that's when the setback occurred, so, uh, Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, but maybe price tag drops. I think think it does. So. Yeah, it does. You you can't stay healthy. Your price tag is going to drop like crazy. Uh, not like crazy, but it's going to drop a decent amount. So yeah, and I don't know. I think It'll be interesting I, to see what he does. Like if this is his bag that he wants to chase right now, then I don't know if he's going to want to take a hometown discount. But if he's like, hey, I know I've been injured. I love my quarterback. I love my team. Then I'll stay. It just truly depends on if he's loyal to who drafted him and he doesn't care about the money. Which, I, and I think that's the way he leans. I. Th- I thought I saw something at the end of last year as well, somewhat mentioning, not mentioning a hometown discount, but kind of hinting, hey, I'm not, like, asking them to break the bank, back the truck up, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, so. Where he said, no, like, they gave me a chance, like, Mm -hmm. because. I respect that. What, he was projected as a fifth rounder, fourth rounder, somewhere on there? Yeah, we got him in the third. And Bob Quinn drafted him in the third. Um, and so, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, no, the Lions took a chance on me, and I'm willing to repay them for that. He said something along those lines, but, Mm -hmm. so we'll figure out how true that is here in the next couple months, hopefully. Yeah, but I want to roll back around to what we were talking about, actually, um, with Ragnar being out, our starting center is going to be, what do you think, um... Probably Joe Dahl. He's good to go, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's just been a he's just been backing up. Which I don't get why he's not starting over Abushi. I mean I don't think the difference is as big as fans would like to believe, but I do think Dahl's better, but I don't think I mean Abushi hasn't played awful. I mean I, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. So I think. Any. Yeah. Yeah. So Dahl starts. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have Dahl starting at center, Abushi starting at guard, and Matt Nelson at right tackle. Yes. Eh, oh fine. my. Matt Nelson's fine. Abushi's fine. They held their own against Chicago. And yeah, they we, didn't we against talking, the Packers, but we were talking about this uh, before 
hit record, but Tennessee is last in the league in sacks. Like, you thought the Lions were bad? Okay, first off, Steelers have what, 45? Is that what we yes, said? Yes, that is an Which enormous is, amount. Yeah, insane. And uh, obviously the reason why they're 11-3, 11-2? 11-2. Yeah, yeah. 11 and two. Um, and then the Lions are way down at 18, which is good for 26th, if I remember right. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's not good. We need to have more sacks than that. We should be in the 30 range at least, but... Yeah. And then, yeah, the Titans are last in the NFL. 14. 14 sacks. Oof. That's barely won a game. So, yes. You're, I, so, I agree with you. So it's weird. It's weird. I feel, like, I feel like they were decent at creating pressure, and they got... Clowney, of course, he's been out forever. And then they cut Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> After they gave him like eight million dollars, I was like, "What the hell?" But wasn't it he wasn't showing even showing up to meetings or whatever? Yeah, like, and remember he didn't show up guy. to training camp. He like got fined for like a week, and then like the, and then Mike Vrabel didn't have an answer why he was there. And I'm like, "Why is he here?" He's like, "I don't know." We know where he is, and he will show up soon. That's pretty much what he said. I was like, yeah. "What the hell does that even mean?" But yeah, it's very weird. Okay, um, let's roll into the Titans though. Um. Injury report for them. Uh, this is actually kind of a this is a big deal. Cornerback Christian Fulton, their starting corner. Um, he practiced in full on Friday, so he should be good to go. He hasn't played since October 25th. And Adore Jackson, um, he practiced in full also on Friday, so he's most likely good to go. So they're actually gonna have their starting corners back. Um, Adore's young. He's not bad. I like Fulton. I really like Fulton actually. And then. Jeffrey Simmons practicing full, nothing to worry about there. AJ Brown practiced after missing Thursday, blah blah blah. He that's how he's been the whole year, dude. Yeah, he the dude's He doesn't nuts. he practices once a week and that's all he needs. The if, only if thing that. yeah, uh the guys that have missed uh Roger Saffold, he's a solid, he's a great guard. Oh my gosh. Um he was actually out this whole week, so he's not I don't think he'll go, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, Kenny Vaccaro is going to be questionable. He did practice on Friday. And then... Probably a go then. Other than that, if you guys wanted to know, Derrick Henry practiced in full. I don't think that dude needs to practice at all. And he'll be fine. So... Yeah. yeah. With their corners back, I think it's going to be a little harder to pass on him. But like mm-hmm. I just said, one of them hasn't played since October 25th. And the other one has been on IR. Um, Adoree Jackson's been on IR for almost a month. So... They're going to be extremely rusty. But, okay, let's go and get into it. What's your matchups? I, yeah, I think you're going to pick so, the obvious real one. Real quick, but. going back to their, their corners, I'm not too worried about it. Um, Like, we saw what Stafford did to the Washington defense. And, like, I'm starting to believe that they actually do have the number one pass defense. Like, I don't, I don't know. That, their corners being healthy doesn't worry me. No, it doesn't. And actually, I kind of agree with you. I've been watching the last couple weeks. I'm yeah. like, damn, that's a good defense. And it's like, oh, maybe maybe the 27 to 30 we should have been grateful about because they got a loss. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, um, um, matchups. Oh, jeez. Oh, I mean, Derrick Henry versus, like, literally 11. Thank you. I was literally about to say that. I'm like, don't even say front seven. Just say the entire defense. I mean, yeah. Ugh. 
Our defense is bad at tackling. Tackling. Period. They Correct. miss tackles all the time. They're bad with the fundamentals of football, which is hilarious. Um, being from who we had as our head coach, and if we do not wrap up, if we don't, if we just don't the with Derek Henry, finish the need, play, you, you, we we need two not, tacklers on him at yeah, once at yeah. least, and then we need a third guy to actually knock him down. Like this man is a freak. The way they run their offense, if you guys haven't watched the Titans play before, is he lines up about five yards deep in the backfield. They'll go under center. Tannehill turns around, gives the ball to him. And the reason they're doing that is because Derrick Henry is built like a freight train. Everyone knows that. So if you are able to get your corners off the edge or your safeties off the edge and wipe his feet, you're fine. But the thing is, is they put him five yards back because he is a freight train. So once he gets going, he is almost impossible to take down. Yeah. So if you're able to get into the backfield or if you're able to stop him within two yards, you're fine. But if he gets to the four or five-yard mark and he's not been tackled yet, I'm going to shit my pants, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm – oh, my gosh. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, we have to wrap up. It's not – it's easier said than done, especially against this man. He scares the living hell out of me. I have I'm, I have nightmares of Derrick Henry. <laughs> but, yeah. 100%. It's that simple. Um, yeah, that's the thing that worries me is that, like, I just look, think back to the Giants game last year when Saquon, I think it was Will Harris and Amani tried to tackle him. Oh, I remember that play. Yeah, it was all over ESPN, like, humiliating, like, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm prepared to, let, let, let me put it this way. I'm putting, (laughs) I'm putting... I am putting Derrick Henry in my fan duel. Yeah. He I don't know what to say. Ten, he costs one-sixth of the salary cap, but I don't care. He's worth it. In fan duel, what I mean, not not real life. <laughs> he, should co- he should cost, like, I don't even know how. He got a bag, though. Yeah. So. Um... Did I don't I don't know what to say. Like I'm just I'm just scared. If he run, I guess okay. Let's give a stat line. If we keep him below 150 yards and two touchdowns, I think we win. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. But I'm serious. See, but here's the thing, and I want to bring up another matchup real quick because Amani's kind of been struggling the last couple weeks. He has. People need to realize he's still young, and this is his first full season starting. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I understand that 100%. Um, but I'm guessing he either shadows or covers A.J. Brown the majority of the time. Yeah, um, I agree. So, kind of got worked by Devontae Adams last week. Alan Robinson didn't do that fantastic against him, did he? Probably had like no. 80 yards, maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah, looking for yeah. Ronnie to bounce back. That'd be awesome. I get that. That's a good. That's a good matchup. I was plus, gonna say that too. Plus, my fantasy opponent has him, so that would be amazing. Let's go, Amani. So. All right. Um, my two. I'll go offense, defense. Kind of hmm. took the best two, so good luck. With yeah, them. I know you did. They still got um, Humphrey. Do they not? Adam Humphreys. Yeah. I don't know if he even plays a part in their offense. I'm trying to... Who's their slot? What's his name? Because it's Brown, and then their tight ends are actually not bad. I mean, you can't even name one of their tight ends. They have, like, seven of them. Yeah, I know. 
I guess um, actually no 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 no. I'll go with Jonu Smith versus our linebackers. I can I can get down with that. Oh, Corey I'm Davis. Ho- I'm hoping it versus our safeties. Hmm. Well, okay, yeah. I cannot believe we just forgot Corey Davis. Not, I mean, our corner two versus Corey Davis. But no, I'll go Ooh. with um. That's the other. Th- we for- totally forgot to mention. Uh, Daryl Roberts is out this week, so looks like Mike Ford again, which. He played really good on Sunday. Hot take. Oh, yeah. That play in the end zone? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Granted, that play, like, if Devontae comes down with that, I win my fantasy game easy. But. <laughs> Anyways, this is not the fantasy show. Okay. He's trying to get it to be, though. We're probably going to start <laughs> another one at this point. Um. All right. Yeah, so Corey Davis against our cornerback, too. I guess Mike Ford. But then, yeah, no, I'm going to go Johnny Smith. He's an athlete. So versus I'm hoping our safeties. I'm hoping Curse covers him. I don't know. Curse or Ferkser as well. Like Yeah, Ferkser. That's the name of the guy I was trying to think have, of. Like, Johnny Athletic said, tight ends. They're both at like 300 plus yards and 30-ish catches. So mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. Um, Alright, flip it to the offense. Um, To be quite honest with you, I'm going to go with the running game and DeAndre Swift versus their front seven. I would love DeAndre Swift to go off again. I love that man. I love that man too. I think if you have a hundred yards, we win the game. I think if we have a hundred and fifty or uh, I think if we have a hundred and twenty yards plus rushing, I think we win. Yeah. So let's see how that goes. Especially with Stafford being hurt, I think we need to lean on the run game. Or especially with Stafford being dead, we need to lean on the run game. And I'm um, expecting Swift to kind of go off. I think, if it's Chase Dan- the Chase Daniel show. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I do. Okay, um, we're gonna talk about one segment real quick, and then we're gonna do our predictions and wrap this up. Um, we all saw it this week. General Manager. Um, who did we interview? Who have we interviewed so far? Because I'm so, honestly gonna forget a name. So I know so you got a list far. on your piece of paper right now. I actually stopped, ditched the whole paper thing. Got bored, got bored with that. I haven't, I haven't done that since episode seventeen, which was the one we didn't upload. <laughs> okay then. Um, let's see. So, interviewed Lewis Riddick today, right? Yesterday. Yesterday. I think right. Yeah, and then Thomas Dimitrov, right? Thomas Dim- no, so I don't know all of those guys are for next week. Like oh, okay. the CBS guys from the Patriots that everyone's like, no. P- Which- Pioli? I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Um, but I guess I guess I want to talk about like who we have scheduled and who we have interviewed. So Riddick, that Pioli guy, Dimitrov. Is that it so far? Um, We have one scheduled with that giant Scott. Not giant. Ugh. Is it Rick Smith? That's his name, right? There we go. The Texans, yes. He was the Texans yeah. general manager from 07 to 17. He drafted J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson. Here we go. Sorry. Clowny. Pulling up Pride of Detroit's general manager's tracker. How useful. Okay, Um, we got... So, here, real quick. So, uh, news from Tuesday? Chris Spielman was hired to be the special assistant to the chairman and president and CEO. Of the lines, so that's cool. Um, kind of heard a lot of people on my timeline kind of complaining and bitching about how Rodwood wasn't necessarily a football guy. Yep. Um, 
So I saw that everywhere, and I agree. I I do not think I've felt happier about. Okay, I've felt happier about a few thing tweets, but that was one of the happiest things I've seen. Was yeah, having so him hired too. Oh my gosh! And that's I effective immediately. Like that. he broadcasted on Sunday, and then he's not doing it anymore. Yeah, he's done. So it's, I love that. I love that. I want him to. I honestly, I don't know the way I'm thinking about it, and it sounds kind of dumb, but. They have interviews, blah, blah, blah. He sits in on them. He watches them. He looks at their resumes, blah, blah, blah. And he just has gut feelings. So, like, I could literally see, like, Sheila being like, man, that guy was, like, really good. And he's like, don't hire him. And she'll just be like, what do you mean? He's like, I promise, don't hire him. It'll fail. Like, like, something like that. I'm not even joking. Like, I just, having his gut to trust makes me so happy. I understand some people wanted him as a general manager, but he doesn't have any experience and he knows that. I think yeah, that was a position cool like see, this. By the way. Yeah, I th- I rewatched his a football life, which was amazing. Um, I think that if he gains experience in this, he stays in the role for two or three years. I think he gets a shot. I do but, too. Yeah, um, that's huge. And then they also had hired special advisors, a uh, couple other guys, including Barry Sanders. So I thought that was super all, cool. That was amazing. All we gotta do is pay Calvin his money back. He starts coming to practice, teaching our receivers a little stuff because we're gonna have some I... young studs coming up. And we're good. I'm. I'm. Welcome. I'll shut up. And I think that actually happens, and I think that's a major positive to come from this. Is Barry Sanders and Chris Spielman have both been like major, like, yeah, the Lions should just give Calvin his money and stop being babies about it. Like, damn. And everyone, and, there's some people that are like, uh, why is Calvin being a baby? I'm like, bro. Look at Andrew Luck. Seriously. So. And he, I love Andrew Luck to death, but he did not affect that franchise as much as Calvin did ours, in my opinion, honestly. So, a couple other candidates real quick. So, some guys from the Lions who are already working at the Lions. Kyle O'Brien, who's the VP of Player Personnel. I like him. Lance Newmark. uh, These interviews all happened the the week of the 7th of December. Uh, Lance Newmark, who's the Director of Player Personnel. Rob Lowman, I'm assuming I'm saying that right, director of player personnel. Um, let's see. I'm not gonna go over rumors because I don't care about that. Um, so Lewis Riddick was done today. Um, and then yeah, we have the Rick, other guys that we Rick mentioned. Rick Smith, who was the Texans GM from 2006 to 2017. Um, his is next week. Um. Um, Scott Pioli, That's he's it. the CBS guy. He was most recently with the Patriots from 2000. Oh no, he was the Falcons assistant GM from 2014 to 2019. Um, also with the Chiefs from nine to 12 and Patriots from 02 to 08. That interviews next week. This one I'm actually super interested. Interested in Thomas Dimitrov. Dimitrov. I'm uh, not because um my best friend is a Falcons fan. Eh. So he knows their, how he their, drafts. Their roster was so good in 2017. It was. I agree. But that's and, one year. And 2016. I agree. Dude, they, I just don't had know. The, they just had the injury bug and then got everybody healthy and Dan Quinn couldn't coach to save his life. That's my personal opinion. I don't so, think I'd want him as our GM. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I'd just be like, uh, okay. Like, I mean, if they have to go former... Someone who has experience, he's my number one choice right now. Interesting. I, I guess I could see that. I don't know. I just want to see who else 
we got to be honest like i was i wasn't bashing on rick smith but i don't know if i'd want him but i think i'd pick him over dimitrov right oh. now in my opinion no falcons had so many good hits on defense or on, i know and through the draft more than texans in my opinion Dion so. jones keanu neal yeah yeah no they did yeah. um See, okay it's like ooh, ooh, those guys are I wanna, fun i want to talk about my favorite so far Okay. I know people are going to bash me for this. Um, it's who we just interviewed, Louise Riddick. Ugh. I know. Maserati Mitch, I forgot that he was the one who tweeted that, so I did not like that. But um, I, I mean, that's... A, that's he knows his uh, stuff. He's been a player in the league before. He's been in the front office before. He has experience. Not as a GM, but he has experience. And I think whoever hires him is going to get a general manager, whoever that is. I really do. And I know there's not much to work off of or see. And people are, like, finally seeing him on TV. So, like, oh, you got to bring it in. Don't be the TV guy. I get it. Just like Millen. But I don't know. He's my number one as of right now. I'm not saying, like, as of anybody, but as of any, everybody we've interviewed so far. I know we're going to interview more. And for those of you, like, I, and I, people finally caught on to this because some people are like, oh, my gosh, no, let's not hire that person. Why are we blah, 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 yeah. talking about that person, blah, blah, blah. The Detroit Lions and Sheila Ford Hamp are interviewing everybody Everybody. that is wanting to like every single person because they do not want to mess this up and shout out to sheila she is not her dad or her mom i i like how she's running this organization so far even in these last few months i'm hoping it change like continues to change and evolve and this this is great so i trust i do trust her yeah also one other thing to report on that note is that from tuesday morning i think Maybe Monday morning we didn't talk about it. Um, but the Lions job is actually gaining a lot of interest. Um, Where did you see that? Uh, Pierre put it on his Instagram account. I don't remember where the report came from. Interesting. I don't know. The way I see it is that, yes, our defense can be completely rebuilt, which is great. But they does have to be rebuilt, which is bad at the same time. I mean, like, can you build it, if you want to win now, can you build the defense faster than Stafford wanting out of here? I don't believe that. There was a stupid no, no, report I, that said he wants no, out. I don't mean Stafford wanting out of here. I mean Stafford on his way out of here. Like, yeah. okay, does he retire after this contract? Does he move on? I don't think he go? does. Does he want to go Did... to Pittsburgh? Does he want to go to New Orleans? Does he want to sign Look at how tough a he is. three-year deal, whatever? Look at how tough he is. He's not going to quit football. He's cuz he'll honestly think of it as quitting. He's that kind of guy. He's not going to think of it as retiring. He's going to think of it as quitting. But if he's not he will not retire from the game until he cannot play anymore. His wife tells him, "Hey, I want you just to be a dad." That's honestly in my opinion. That's what I see. So, like so I don't know, we'll see. I do not like all the mock drafts about us getting a quarterback this year. Um Stafford is not old. I'm not either unless we trade up super far, and I don't see the Lions doing that right now. We're not getting Fields that or Lawrence. Um, so, and, and I'm not on the Zach Wilson hype train. So. Exactly. Um, so, no, I want him to be our quarterback. I expect him to be our quarterback no matter what for this next year, in my opinion. I don't know past that. I don't, but we'll see. Okay, um, 
All right, we will go ahead and keep updating you guys on GMs and then hopefully head coaches. Um, I know when that's not going to happen until the end of the season because they're trying to interview Bevel literally by seeing how the games turn out. Yeah. But let's go ahead and get back to the game. What's your prediction? You can't give me two. Can't give you two. No. I think... And tell me which quarterback you think is going to play. I think Stafford plays. I don't think it's even close. Um, I think Rappaport's going to send out that uh, late night, early morning tweet um, saying Stafford's expected to play, barring a setback. Um, and I think the Lions win 27 to 23. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I think Stafford does play. And I think it's going to be a game-time decision, though. And I think the Lions win 30-27. to Close game. We're not going to win by much. The Titans are a good team. Do not get me wrong. I'm not saying they're a great team, but they're a good team. Yeah, so, they're good. Offense. Yeah, which is weird to me. They, all, they usually have a good defense. But, awesome. all right... Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 25 of the Blue Blood Podcast, Lions at Titans Preview. Um, what can I say? Let's win. Let's have fun. Honestly, let's have fun. Yeah, man. Go Lions. Go. Peace out. Peace out.